Morning, Glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this eighth day of November, 2019. My name, that would be Nick. There's the Big J part of Nick and Big J right over there. And I'm right here. Uh, and we are here on a Friday morning. Hopefully you are having a good one thus far. Apologies if you had to be up this early. It is not time for mortal men and women to be awake. You understand? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like being awake this early. Never have. Uh, alas, it is part of the gig. And so uh, we welcome you to the show. Big J, how you feeling on a Friday? Good, man. Ready to head out to CUNA today for a little bit of fun? Yeah, you betcha. Nice. Uh, uh, D&B Supply, actually. Grand opening, man. Grand opening style of D&B Supply there in CUNA on Meridian Road. So uh, you can head out there and see Big J today from 4 to 6 p.m. Take advantage of some great deals. Always great deals happening inside uh, D&B. And so it's a good opportunity for you to do that and, of course, uh, win some stuff from us as we like to roll out there with prizes, fun, and excitement, usually, as it were. We are gearing up for Extra Life, which is happening tomorrow. Uh, it's actually happening all weekend, if we're being perfectly honest. But tomorrow is the big one. Uh, that is when we're doing the live broadcast from 8 o'clock in the morning all the way until 10 o'clock at night at Extra Life. Uh, the Jump Building downtown is where we're going to be. We encourage you to stop by, play some games of your own. If you can't do that, we encourage you to listen to the radio, which you can hear us talking a little bit about the games we're playing. We encourage you to check out the Twitch.tv feed, which is already up on xrock.com. So you can click the link there. You can also already donate money to the cause, which is going directly to St. Luke's Children's Hospital of Boise. Sean from uh, Gems Day Gaming Convention and Phoenix Fire Games is going to come in here later on this morning and chat up Extra Life. For those of you that maybe don't know what it is or why it's there, we have an opportunity for you to learn a little bit more and it'll maybe help you uh, tug at your heartstrings a little bit so that you can donate to a fantastic cause and watch us play video games. Any games you are focusing on for the actual live broadcast, Big J? I have no idea. Are you bringing anything? No, no. Uh, Adam did tell me that... uh that he had uh, he'd well he'd asked me about um, Call of Duty, uh, and so they, they, he might be bringing that down. All right. Um, other than that, no, nothing. You're just gonna play it as it lies, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, good. We're gonna have a good time, and we encourage you to do that as well. So that's gonna be happening over the course of the show today. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. We've got a we're going to hell story from England. That is strange and weird. We've got our Send Nudes coming up. Big J will have a life lesson for you, and it all gets started with important stuff. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. New study put together by Robitussin says that most Americans feel pressured to work when they don't feel well. Survey was conducted by one poll in conjunction with Robitussin and talked to about 20,000 Americans, 19,300 of them employed. The survey found that 70% of us feel like having a bad cough is not a reason enough to stay home from work. And uh, one in three of us fear that their boss wouldn't consider it a valid reason to stay home. Now, 78% of employed, employed participants say they feel pressure to power through the workday when they're not feeling well. However, 82% of participants admitted that they would be annoyed if one of their co-workers came to work with a cough. This sounds like me. <laughs> I uh, I have a tendency to come in when I'm not feeling 100%. Because yeah. I do feel like there's stuff that needs to be done, and I have to do it. I don't know if I would call it pressure. Yeah, I would Lock just... yourself in your damn office and do it then. I do, so no. most times. And, and you so... come in here. <laughs> well, uh, it's been a long time since I've had a cough, thank goodness. 
But uh, it is one of those deals where if somebody is sick, I tell them to stay away. Hopefully, and they usually do. But I mean it. Like, I don't want to catch whatever the hell you have. So stay away from here. But I really do not heed my own advice. And uh, that is not good. I apologize for it publicly and personally. But Yeah, I'm just waiting to get sick so I can call in sick. We got sick days now. Uh, we do. We do have sick days, man. I haven't used any either. But I can't remember the last time I called in sick. Do you know what I mean? It's been a long time. We are, uh, yeah, we don't, um, we don't really do that. Because, A, especially depending on when you do it, can really screw over things. Things? You're here for the, mor- for the morning show in particular. Right. Because if you get late notice, I mean, then you have to do a show all by yourself, which you were planning on doing. And whether it's one way or the other, it makes things more difficult for sure. And then on top of that is all, all, <laughs> unfortunately, when you miss a day, whether it's vacation or it's a sick day, all you end up doing is pushing off the work that you needed to do that day. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it just, all it does is make yeah. more stuff pile up. And you're like, God, I, I don't want to have to do two days worth of work when I call in sick. I might as well go in, put a short day, bust out of there as soon as I can, but get done as much as I can so all that stupid work doesn't pile up. There's not, there's kind of specialized jobs around here, so not everybody can just step in and do what you do. Right. And so it makes it uh, difficult in, in, in not coming to work. You're exactly right. right. You are right about that as well. BSU finds themselves on the flagship this weekend. The game against Wyoming will be televised on ESPN proper. Kickoff at 8.15. Broncos favored by 14. Uh, Big J and I's final score predictions, which we were not close to at all last week, will happen in the 8 o'clock hour. Raiders beat the Chargers last night. A come-from-behind victory, Big J. At home, the Raiders scored the go-ahead winning touchdown in an 18-yard run by Josh Jacobs with a minute left to play. Daniel Carson did miss the extra point, putting more pressure on the defense, but Carl Joseph ended up uh, picking off Phillip Rivers, who threw three interceptions in the game. Derek Carr, 21-31 to for 218 and a touchdown. And uh, Melvin Gordon had a pretty good game for the Chargers, but that was really it. Uh, Chargers, even though the final score was 26-24, they turned the ball over a little bit too much, and they just really weren't able to put their season in the next gear. So congrats to the Raiders who find themselves at 5-4, and four, Big J, on the season and kind of sniffing around a wildcard berth. Yeah, well, they've got <laughs> the next few teams. I, they have a chance to really uh, get there because uh, I think they're playing uh, Cincinnati and the Jets. So those could be a couple of gimmies, and they go to Kansas City. We'll see how that turns out. In a recent tweet, the writers of Stranger Things have released the name of Episode 1 of the upcoming Season 4. The full episode is called Chapter 1, The Hellfire Club. Now, if that is like, hey, that sounds a little bit familiar, then you're probably an X-Men fan, as uh, it is a pretty strong storyline in the responsibility of releasing releasing Dark Phoenix into the world on the X-Men timeline. And so maybe Hellfire could be a thing of one of the group is turning bad or something happens that is released a supervillain or whatever. The tweet also included the headline, looking for new members, are you in? Big J, are you in for season four of Stranger Things? Yeah, of course. Yes, that is the correct answer. Should be great, should be fun, and uh, they haven't started production on it yet, so we are still a pretty good ways away from us seeing any new Stranger Things. I'm guessing probably sometime late next year, if I had to guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff in the bag. Let's do a little bit of traffic reporting. With Nick and Big J. All right, man. Today's life lesson is you need to do it on a regular basis. And, Nick, that is it. (laughs) Not it. Uh, And that is a mental health 
self-check, a mental health self-check. And, you know, maybe, I don't know what experts would recommend. I would say at least once a month that you need to uh, step down and, and just kind of like reflect on yourself and uh, see where you stand. Because, you know, today... We have so much information coming at us, Nick, uh, whether it be social media or news, just, you know, th- so much stuff is, is flying around the air that every now and then you need to stop down and just be like, okay, how am I doing with everything? How am I dealing? What are my emotions? I mean, it sounds like some real, uh, you know, deep introspection, I know, but at the same time, it might be able to do you good. You might catch something every now and then and be like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that this was affecting me in this way. And it's hard for, uh, I think, fellas my age in particular, as we're kind of holding on to that last uh, bastion of uh, manliness, if you will, and being like, hey, we're tough, we can handle stuff. And sure, that's right, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with taking a deep look uh, at yourself and wondering if there's something better you could be doing, or maybe you could be handling situations better. And as I look at the younger generation, my kids in particular, and how uh, they go about things, and, and you know, a few years ago, I was, I would probably say critical about the younger generations and how uh, they handle anxiety. And, uh, you know, what they've, what I've learned from them is that, listen, it's okay to have mental health days. And, and you think about that, and, and a guy my age would look at that and start laughing at you. You're going to take a mental health day? What are you, a pansy? And uh, that's our first response, and it shouldn't be our first response. Our first response is, what's a mental health day? And, you know, really, when you get down to it, um, taking some time for yourself, and focusing on the things that make you good and the things that make you bad and what you can do better, there's nothing wrong with doing that. And in that point, maybe locking down and, and hiding yourself away from some of the social media or some of the uh, the things that are, you know, news or listening to the idiots talk on the radio for a day. I mean, you know, try not to do that on Thursdays. But, you know, if you want to do it on any other day, that'd be great. But really, uh, take some time for yourself. This doesn't mean you have to go to a therapist or you have to go, you know, to the doctor. Just take a second, relax, and focus in on your feelings a little bit, and then uh, you might be better off. Try to do that once a month, and you can might see a difference in your attitude going forward and how you approach problems that come up, uh, whether it be dealing with, you know, finances or your relationships those kind of things you'll see a difference because you're a little more focused and you know at least setting it up to do it once a month is probably a good idea morning after with nick and big j there's your life lesson for today all about your mental health on the morning after with nick and big j New survey out there says that more than half of parents out there in the United States of America feel like they're way too busy to have fun with their children big j a bunch of parents with kids aged 3 to 16 were surveyed, and researchers found that 55% of us believe we're missing out on the fun of parenting due to other obligations. 67% of parents worry about missing special moments with their kids while they're still young, and 40% admit they've already missed one more important milestone in their child's life. Meanwhile, 78% wish they had more time to spend with their kids, and 82% of the parents studied feel their children are growing up way too fast. Meanwhile, 82% of parents say that their child has complained about not spending enough quality time with their parents. And 25% say they hear those types of complaints often. And uh, Crayola helped put this together, so it's really damaging. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's one of those deals where you can't... I, I don't think 
I don't think you can hold down a full-time job so that you can support your family and still live guilt-free about missing some stuff with your kids. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not saying that you can't uh, find a a solid work-life balance. That, of course, is the ideal situation. But it's one of those deals where, like, I know that my job has taken me away. Like, I've missed my son's birthday because I had to be out of state for something with work. I didn't have a choice. And that made me feel bad. Um, You know, I've missed some things because of other work-related stuff. And it sucks, man. It does. It makes you feel like a really, really crappy parent. Which is why I at least have attempted to, when the time that I have with my children, I want it to be something that they enjoy and that is fun and that we do something constructive so that I know I won't be able to make up for that stuff, but I don't want it to ever be one of those things where it's... They don't feel like I'm paying attention. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. And so it's hard. God, it's hard uh, to do that kind of stuff. And so for those of you that that are able to pull it off, congratulations. It's not an easy thing to do. For those of you that are doing it yourselves, you know it's probably more difficult than anything else. But it is one of those deals where you have to put in as much time as you can with your kids and make them feel loved and all sorts of stuff. And hopefully, hopefully, they get it. And there needs to not be that animosity there when there is something, unless you're actively doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? Right. Then it's a whole other animal altogether. Yeah, then you're just a dirtbag. Right. BSU finds themselves on the flagship this weekend. The game against Wyoming will be televised on ESPN. Kickoff 815 at the Albertson Stadium. Broncos are favored by 14 against Wyoming, a team that started off hot but has cooled down a little bit over the last five games. We'll get our final score prediction next hour. Raiders beat the Chargers last night 26-24. At home, Raiders scored the go-ahead touchdown on an 18-yard run by Josh Jacobs with 102 left to play. Daniel Carlson missed the extra point, which meant the Chargers could drive down the field for a field goal and win the game. But Phillip Rivers threw an interception on fourth down to he, end the game. He threw a lot of interceptions. They, he was under pressure that whole game. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, three interceptions for Phillip Rivers last night. Two of them called back. Yeah. He could have had <laughs> a lot, a lot more. Uh, Derek Carr, 21-31 to 31 for 218 and a touchdown in the win for the Raiders. We just heard it, Big J, the new Ozzy Osbourne song. It's his first song in nine years. It is titled Under the Graveyard. The track is the first single from the upcoming album Ordinary Man that's coming out next year. Ozzy said about the project, quote, the album was a gift from my higher power. Proof to me that you should never give up. Black Sabbath singer collaborated with producer Andrew Watt, who recently oversaw sessions for the new Post Malone song called Take What You Want, which Ozzy contributed guest vocals. It's the first album since 2010's Scream. In addition to uh, Watt on guitars, the LP features Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses on bass and Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on drums, so it's like an all-star band, dude. Yeah. Ozzy told us a while back how he finds inspiration for song topics these days as he's writing. Believe me, I'm not one of these guys that can write about boy meets girl. It's got to mean something to me. I mean, I don't write all the lyrics, but I, I, I have to say, well, you know, this and that, isn't that strange that that happened when this happened with Albert, you know, and I'll get going, you know. <laughs> uh, the, the headline buried there. I don't write the lyrics. We doesn't write all of them. Ozzy spent the last few years touring with Sabbath in support of the band's 13 LP, as well as playing some solo shows. Ozzy had to scrap all of his tour dates in this year after dealing with a bunch of illnesses and surgeries and falls and all sorts of God knows what. So the trek is supposed to assume it resume in 2020, and then Ozzy, that will be his last lengthy world tour, he has said several times. 
It's called the No More Tours Tour 2. So that'll give you an idea of how many times he's done that. Uh, that being said, I like the song. What did you think? Yeah, I actually, uh, I've heard it a couple times now, and uh, yeah, I dig it. Only thing I'm a little bit disappointed in is, you know, the fact that Ozzy went out of his way to make amends with Zach and bring him out on the tour. Zach Wilde, of course, from Black Label Society and Ozzy's guitars for years and years and years, and then didn't involve him at all in the uh, recording process. He went with the producer. I, get it. I thought it would be Gus G. That's not even Gus G. That's Andrew Watt, the producer playing yeah. guitar on that track. Uh, and that's just disappointing. I mean, that's that's just me. But I think I thought the song was pretty good, all things considered. So uh, get ready. There's more new Ozzy coming your way soon. We are headed to Yorkshire, England. And whether it's successful or unsuccessful, you can certainly say it's a first. I introduce you, Big J, to the number two tavern there in Yorkshire, England. And it is the world's first poo-powered pub. That's what? what they call themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're powered on poop. Uh, it's basically like a uh, unique, mm, standard watering hole kind of thing over there in England. The difference is the way they power everything in the actual tavern, from the taps to the electricity in there to the televisions that you're watching, is all on a pub-style water pump. Basically, it takes the fecal matter from the toilets and turns it into power you understand yeah now you're able to go there and it's got it you know it obviously embraces it it's called themselves the number two tavern right right all of the uh very cheeky the stools by the bar are all shaped like toilets you get it right and so basically they're converting waste into gas that could be used to generate heat and electricity uh, they're called, they call it Poo Power, of course, and it's fun, and they need people's excrement in order to keep it going. So, for the pub to stay open, people have to come by and take deuces. They're encouraging. Is it also a grill? No, it's oh, just, okay. it's That's just too a bad. Because then all the, all the, uh, the menu items could be, you know, that to help out. You know, a lot of chilies, <laughs> a lot of bean dishes. Right. Uh, English food in general. And so, uh, you know, you've got your opportunity to help out. And, of course, it's not surprising that the people that own this pub are very uh, environmental friendly. They are talking about, you know, lessening their carbon footprint by making sure people, uh, you know, release their gas in their particular pub. And so they're encouraging people. You know, a lot of places are like, hey, listen, we don't let you use the bathroom unless you, you know, come in and buy something. They're like, hey, listen, you got to go to the bathroom, come under our... I wonder if their bathrooms are nice, too, you know? Well, it's brand new. They look pretty nice. I mean, I, there's some pictures involved, and they all look very clean you and want, very nice. Yeah, you want it to be inviting. You want people to go in there and... Sure. And, of course, uh, everybody's excited about it, at least uh, those people that are in, like, the recycling business. They're very excited about the creativity that's involved in it and how they're generating this kind of stuff. And so they're trying to have a little bit of fun with it, and we'll see how long it lasts, but there is an actual bar powered by people's poop. I mean, I just picture Austin Powers. <laughs> Who does number two work for? All of us, apparently. If you want to get uh, some TV and some electricity in that place. Would you frequent the number two tavern, picture? Oh, uh, sure. Why not? Would you make a special pit stop in there just to go to the bathroom? I, I mean, I don't know. If I was doing something around the area, I, like, I wouldn't... You're not going to go out of your I got flighting. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's fair. 
Like, I'm, oh, hey, I'm by the number two. And I have to go number two. I might oh, as well. Sweet irony. And so if you find yourself in the area, feel free. Let it fly. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, our friend Sean from Gen State Gaming Convention, Phoenix Fire Games, coming in. We're talking Extra Life next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time for us to visit with Sean from Gem State Gaming Convention, talking about a big thing happening this weekend called Extra Life. Sean, good morning. Thanks hey, for coming in. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Tell us a little bit about how this got started, how long you guys have actually been doing this particular part of Extra Life. Absolutely, yeah. So this is our seventh year okay. uh, doing this. And it got started, just a, a few of us heard about Extra Life. It was primarily video games. Uh, and uh, seven years ago, we reached out. We said, hey, can we do board games for it instead? Uh, so we started off at, uh, at a store in Phoenix Fire Games, and five of us got together, and we played games for 24 hours straight. And we raised, it was like $250 at the time, but it really struck a chord with us. And here we are now at, at this. And just everybody pictures, you know, guys sitting around, they smell bad and, you know, have a bunch <laughs> of energy drinks. But that's not what this is. That's not what this is. No, it's, uh, and, and now it's it's blossomed into all these events that have these, these fun additions to, hey, you can donate to do this. Uh, the tabletop RPGs, for instance, D&D and, and Pathfinder. Uh, there's all these cool things where people now are coming up with these great ideas of like, donate 10 bucks and put a monster on someone else's table that they have to deal with right now and so it's really just it, it is way more interactive than just sitting at a table playing games for 24 hours right because it's about not only doing this and, and keeping the the idea of the gaming going as long as you can but it's it's also about streaming and twitching and getting things people and people that are just hanging out at their homes and not necessarily at the event getting involved in extra life as well yeah and and really like with this year that's going to be even more and it's it's a, a, a blessing for us that uh jump has donated the space to us because they have the infrastructure to allow us to do more streaming. And so video gaming is becoming more of a thing. We're going to stream some board games and some role-playing games and get more people involved than who are just at the event themselves. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really exciting, and and I think that's what you know Twitch when they they came up with whole extra life was hoping one day that it would become an an opportunity for uh, people to to give back to their local communities, but in a global kind of manner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's wonderful. And so, tell us a little bit about how uh, Boise St. Luke's Children's Hospital got involved. Why it's important to you, and why this is the local connection for Extra Life. Um, so uh, honestly, we when we first signed up, we I wasn't familiar with St. Luke's. Um, thankfully, I'd, I'd never had to deal with them, and uh, but we reached out to find out who is our who is our children's hospital, and, and it starts with the Children's Miracle Network. You select one; they were the one that was listed for the area. So we reached out to them, asked if it was okay if we we selected them as our as our charity organization, and they said yes. Um, it became more of a as our as my kids get older, it became more of a, a personal message to me that if they ever had to go there this is where I'd want them to go. It's a wonderful organization. Um, recently, my daughter actually had to go there. She's fine, but it, it was it was there. It was yeah. that important. Um, and while she was there, they have a new wing that part of this has helped support over the last six years. Uh, she saw us as one of the donors on the wall, and that impacted her, and it made a huge difference. And, and it, I don't know, it's... 
it's amazing what what's possible. It is. It is really awesome, and and that's one of the reasons why I love this so much. Whether you're into video gaming, you're into tabletop gaming, or you're not, know that the proceeds for this, anything that's donated, goes directly to something here in the Treasure Valley and helps out some kids that could really use it. And and it's an amazing thing that that that's how it's a big part of Extra Life. So it's a good, very good thing, I think, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if people want to get involved in this weekend's events, tell us how we do that specifically on Saturday, and then a little something different on Sunday as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So Saturday at Jump Downtown Boy. Boise, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. all day long, all kinds of gaming. There's video game relays that the Boise Game Club is going to come and help part. They're bringing laptops down. Uh, GameStop has donated like a dozen consoles for us to use, and different people are bringing TVs. Um, so there's a whole bunch of fun events that you can play. You just show up. There's no cost to be there. It's it's a charity. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be raffles. There'll be prizes that are donated from a whole bunch of different businesses that you can buy raffle tickets for, silent auction style as well. Um, you just you play games. You There's a library you can check out new games and try them all out for. So um, it's just something where we want to bring more community. And we, we hope that being at Jump is going to make that difference to reach out to more people than we normally would have had having it at our store or having it at another local store. Um, we're hoping that it really just grows the, the awareness of, of this event. So that's Saturday all day, um, even ending with the magic show from 7 to 8. <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. And, uh, and then at... at other Treasure Valley local game stores on Sunday, we're continuing what originally was a full 24-hour-in-a-row uh, gaming event. We've split it into two days because we're getting old, and it's just something <laughs> we're all night long just isn't a thing pretty anymore. Brutal. Pretty it brutal. Pretty brutal, man. And, uh, but we also found that having having a full day really made a difference and an impact on the community. They show up if they can have a full day to be there and really engage in it. Um, so other Treasure Valley stores, my, my store, Phoenix Fire Games, All About Games, uh, Goliath Games, and Deadly Seven games are all welcoming people to show up on Sunday. We're hosting a lot of events because we've been doing this for seven years at Phoenix Fire. Uh, I know Adam's going to be there hanging right. out playing playing video games on, on like uh, his, his Xbox, PlayStation, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, Jackbox is a big thing that he likes to do. Um, it's a lot more low-tech at Phoenix Fire. Uh, we don't have the network infrastructure that Jump does, so we'll be doing a lot of tabletop gaming and board gaming there. Either way, it's awesome. So Saturday, you can come join us at Jump, and and I advise you, if you haven't checked this thing out, you should, because Sean and his whole crew do such a great job yep. making this interactive for people, especially first-timers. The library that he's talking about is immense and amazing. The raffle that you put together is really, really cool about how people can earn stuff to get into it and all that kind of stuff. So it's a really cool event just to witness. And then come by and say hi, play some games with us if you want to. But we're also streaming it on Twitch.tv. We also have the link there on xrock.com, so you can look at the stream. We'll be broadcasting live during this whole thing on Saturday, and you can be a part of this whether you can come down to jump or not. And then Sunday, all day, Adam will be out there on the stream as well. Again, streaming on xrock.com and twitch.tv, so you can check it all out. Either way, open up your wallets a little bit for a great cause. And if you could pop by, you definitely should. And Sean, thank you for organizing this again, man. I know you busted your hump, so thank you. Pleasure, absolutely, every year. Awesome. So come join us on Saturday for Extra Life 2019. It is going to be great. And Sean, thanks for coming, and too, we appreciate it. Thank you very much, yeah. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you gotta get some sleep, man. How are you sleeping these days, dude? Um, pretty good most of the time. Yeah? Yeah. Not too shabby? Not too shabby. Good, because lack of sleep can increase your risk of heart attack, stroke, and other heart and brain diseases. It's a new study put out. They talked to half a million people, dude. Listen to me. It's a lot of people. Average age 51, no history of heart disease. They were asked if they had any of these issues three or more times a week. Trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, waking up too early, or trouble staying focused during the day due to poor sleep. 
11% said they had trouble falling asleep or staying asleep. 10% reportedly waked up, woke up too early. 2% struggled to stay focused during the day. During the average 10-year follow-up, there were over 130,000 cases of strokes, heart attacks, and similar diseases among those that said yes to those particular traits. Compared to those with no insomnia problems, people with all three were 18% more likely to develop these diseases. So sleep is important, guys. Gotta have it, gotta get it. Do what you can, Big J, to get that sleep. You understand? Okay. Don't need you stroking out here on the radio. Thank you. BSU finds themselves on ESPN this weekend going up against Wyoming. The Cowboys are in town. Game will be on ESPN. Kickoff at 8-15. Broncos favored by 14. Big J, your final score prediction, please. Let's go with um, let's go with 42 to 21. Big J likes him to cover. I think it'll be closer than that. Uh, I think the Broncos will win, but they will not cover. 38-30 in favor of your Broncos on the blue. We'll find out tomorrow night. Tickets still available. Raiders beat the Chargers 26-24 last night, maybe putting a nail in the coffin for the Chargers season, which has been disappointing at best. Meanwhile, the Raiders are 5-4 after last night's victory and got a couple of easy games coming up on the schedule, so they could be headed towards maybe a wildcard berth, Big J. Probably have a hard time catching the Chiefs would be my guess, but look out, right? Right. That defense is starting to play better. It's still suspect, but the offense has been playing pretty damn good all year, and John Gruden's got them uh, ready to go. Maybe Khalil Mack getting rid of him wasn't a, such a bad idea. He's not doing so well in the Bears. Yeah, they're like the third or fourth youngest team in uh, in the league, and that's one of the things that they wanted to do is get, get younger. Last night, Big J and I saw Dr. Sleep, one of the movies that comes out this weekend, and we're fairly impressed by it. We recommend that you check out not only the movie but also the podcast at the Morning After the Movies podcast at xrock.com. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. One of the, Another movie that's coming out here in the next couple weeks is called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and it's all about Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. And uh, Fred Rogers' widow, Joanne Rogers, was talking to People Magazine, and she expressed how incredibly happy she is about the movie, particularly the casting and performance of Tom Hanks. She says, quote, one of the most wonderful things about this film is Tom Hanks is praying Fred. Fred was a huge fan of Tom Hanks, and he looks adorable as Fred. Joanne goes on to add some heartwarming sentiments, saying the film is a fabulous tribute to her husband, who she was married to for 51 years. She goes on to comment on what Mr. Rogers himself would have thought of the project, and he said, she says, I think he would like it very much. There's a wonderful energy there, and it's a film that we need right now. I don't know much, Big J, but I'm going to cry like a baby at this movie. I can feel it. It's one of those things where I watch the trailer and I go, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be hard to watch. How big was Mr. Rogers in Big J's upbringing? Uh, not that big. No? No. But enough to make an emotional difference when I see the movie, for sure. You didn't watch... Did you watch a lot of, like, uh, Sesame Streets and education Not programming lot, as a kid? but, you know, every now and then it would pop on. Right. Uh, I watched Mr. Rogers a bunch. And, uh, and yeah, I think... Do you think it, it, you, you'll, you'll get a couple tears to drop from the eyes oh, of Oh, yeah, Jay for sure. ...during the movie? Will I hear you sobbing? No. A couple seats next to me? Okay. No, you won't hear me sobbing. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There is your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. Let's play the all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks.
<laughs> Let's wrap up this week by giving away some money, shall we? In the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare, it is an honor to welcome onto the show Caller X this morning. His name is Thomas. Thomas, good morning, man. How are you? I'm well, yourself? We are hanging in there, brother. We want you to win some cash. Big Jay's going to give you a couple of options for your categories, man. Yeah, and those categories are Breaking Bad and music your kids probably listen to. So, Thomas, which one are you feeling more confident in there, sir? Uh, you know, it's been a while, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Breaking Bad. Okay, good luck. All right, here's your $50 question. Breaking Bad aired for five seasons on what television network? Uh, what is FX? Oh. Wrong. Oh. No, that is incorrect, sir. But I do appreciate uh, you phrasing the answer in a form of a question like Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> but that was incorrect. Uh, the correct answer was what, Big J? What is AMC? What is AMC? Uh, right. AMC it was on. But we do appreciate you calling damn. in, Thomas. Thank you very much. He said it had been a while. And so Breaking Bad is a tough one for sure, unless you're absolutely positive about some of the things that are happening on that show for sure. But we appreciate Thomas giving it a shot. You can try again for yourself at 12.30 today with our friend Jason Drew or 4.30 today with our friend Adam. Either way, additional chances for some cash to be given away over the course of the broadcast day. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to give you a chance to win some tickets to things. How about a little Pop Culture Smackdown next on the X? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have tickets to tonight's show at the Dating Factory. That's right. By the way, some tickets still available for the show. Aquabats at the Dating Factory and People Mover. Just got to come pick them up uh, before 5 p.m. today. And beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smack. Been pretty easy the last couple of days. 208-287-1003. If you want to go to the show tonight at the Knitting Factory, the catches got to swing by before 5 and pick these up. Uh, Big J, are you ready with questions? I'm ready, man. And I will give out the phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play, I say to all parties involved, good luck. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Hi. Hi, what's your name, man? Steve. Steve. Good luck. Coolio had a 1995 hit with a, a song taken from the soundtrack of the film Dangerous Minds. What was it? Gangster's Paradise. Right. That's right. Been living most of our lives. Yeah, and then it was uh, Mr. Weird Al Yankovic did a cover of it. Uh, a parody well, of it. Well, parody, yeah. yeah. All right, Nick. Uh, Jack and Ozzy Osbourne, they host a TV show called World Detour. What cable network does it appear on? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, I is it the Travel Channel? World Detour. I'm that's my gut. I'm gonna say Travel Channel. Travel Channel is incorrect. Wrong. Another guess. Take another guess. Uh, the other guess would have been True TV, and I don't think that's right. Nope, it's History Channel. History Channel. Right. History Channel. Uh, congratulations, man. As stated, it's been pretty easy to defeat me these last couple of days. Congrats on your tickets to tonight's Aquabats and People Movers show. Hopefully you have a fantastic time. I know I'm going to have a good time tonight. So uh, make sure you grab your tickets for the show tonight. We're going to come back with some headlines. That's happening next in the X-Rocks. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. It is up and on now at xrock.com. Rudy's Pub, baby. You can go on there and grab $50 in gift certificates for just $25 if you want some great pub food and great food in general. Plus, you can use it however you want, so you should jump on there now. Right on the front page of xrock.com, you'll find Half Price Fridays. Right now, you can grab 
$50 worth of stuff to Rudy's Pub for just 25 bucks. It's a great deal. Rudy. are as follows. Come on, no. Oh, okay. And whoa, weird. Uh, whoa, weird. Did you recently get a mysterious text message sent to your phone, Big J? Uh, yes and no. Right. Yes, but it's not the one you're talking about here. What was the strange one that you did get? It, I, I got a text message from my buddy Randy uh, the day before yesterday at like one in the morning. And it was referencing something that we had talked about months and months ago out of the blue. And he didn't send it. It was like one of those that got caught in the ether and then just like delivered yeah, at one o'clock yeah. in the morning. But did you instantly recognize the conversation? No. Oh, okay. We had to we had to go over that conversation yesterday before you arrived at our uh, movie podcast. People on social media have been sharing stories about Randy texting them at one in the morning, but also about mysterious text messages being sent from their phones to their loved ones. Messages show no record of being sent from the smartphones in question, but they are being received by people on the other end. One person tweeted, my best friend's husband got a text message from her at 445. In the morning, said, I'm going to get sued for sexual harassment. She didn't send it, and there's no evidence of it on her phone or her phone bill, but it's on his phone. Anybody ever heard of this? One man said he revealed that he got a text from a friend that said, eat Sarah. And he wrote, geez, my buddy sent me this. I thought it was a random text, and now I'm getting texts this morning. So maybe that was something from Rain. Did he send it? At one, did, did it he? was uh, in context something that we had been conversating back and forth about. Did he remember sending that text message at one point? Uh, yeah. I okay. mean, it, 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 that's why it was it was so out of place. I was like, why would you send this to me at this time? I don't get it. And he's like, I didn't send that. Weird. The people can't explain some of these random text messages coming from their friends either. And usually they're happening early in the mornings. That sounds exactly with, like what happened with you and but, Randy. But it's not random. Like, the context of the message that's was true. something we were talking about. But you said months ago. It was a while ago, yeah. Right. So it was just, that's a weird thing, too. Maybe it's a whole other mysterious text message stuff coming your way. Mysterio. Come on, no and oh, okay. Oh, oh, no, oh, okay. Oh, boy. Um, oh, okay, we'll go with that one. For the second year in a row, Jimmy Dean has holiday-themed recipe gift exchange stuff, and it features sausage-scented gift wrapping paper. Company is asking for fans to share pics of recipes that include sausage on their website, and they will be rewarded with their choice of sausage-themed gift participants can choose from with like sausage-scented gift wrapping paper, fur-lined cowboy boot slippers equipped with the Jimmy Dean spur, sausage-flavored candy canes, lip balms that taste like sausage, knit socks designed to look like the band's signature sausage roll packaging, and a glass sausage ornament. Jimmy Dean's recipe gift exchange will begin submissions uh, through December 17th or while supplies last. So jump on there, Big J. You sound excited about some of these. I thought it was just wrapping paper that smelled like Jimmy Dean sausage. It's all this stuff. And this is the second year in a row. Did you jump on it last year? No. Oh, no. You were all excited this I morning. don't care about their gifts. I just want the wrapping paper. Well, that was one of the things that are there. Okay. So it's been there for two years in a row. Well, guess what? Merry Christmas, pal. Do you have, well, you have to earn it. Do you have a sausage recipe that you would like to share on the Jimmy Dean website? Like my own sausage that yeah. I made? You cannot purchase these. They have to oh, be given to you from yeah, Jimmy Dean, and you a- have to give them a sausage recipe. I'm guessing the recipe probably has to incorporate Jimmy Dean sausage. Oh, in yeah. It. Yeah, I've got some pretty good sausage recipes then. All right. Get on the website, start sharing, and Man, maybe just maybe. That's too much work. I missed, I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. What else is new? Wrap it up with, come on, no. A Texas woman miraculously found her engagement ring among 10 tons of trash 
after she mistakenly threw it away. Nellie Cabin is uh, from Florida. She took to Facebook sharing her story, saying that she threw away her ring because of a miscommunication. Friday morning, she had to call the landfill because she threw away the husband, her husband's ring. And she's the landfill said, well, here's the deal. It's like finding a needle in the haystack, though, so good luck with that. And so she showed up. She told the garbage truck driver about the ring. His crew searched through the trash in the ring, and they found it after searching for 10 minutes. She says, wow. I can't believe they found the ring. The gentlemen at the dump were a huge contribution to finding it. They looked through thousands of pieces of trash and found something special for somebody they didn't know. That's nice. So good for them. The little help out. I mean, that's amazing, right? Yeah. Although it is one of those deals where they probably know where the, you know, if it's a relatively new piece of trash, it's probably easier to find than an old one. But still, to find it among 10 tons of trash is pretty impressive. And she got her ring back. So congratulations. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. We're going to do some bad impressions next on the x Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and we have some tickets to the Idaho Snowmobile. It's happening at Expo Idaho next weekend, the 15th to the 16th. So we'll get you set up with some tickets to that here. If you can figure out bad impressions, you can go enjoy uh, some of the uh, latest and greatest in snowmobiling wear. And, of course, some snowmobiles out there and demonstrations. It's going to be really cool. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play. Big J has prepared three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, you have got an event that you are going to on us. It's the least we can do. Let's head to the phones. Good morning, the X. What up? All right, here we go. Good up. I'll be bringing Dr. Doolittle back and starring as him. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Nope. I didn't win an Oscar for Chaplin or Tropic Thunder. Could I for Iron Man? Oh. Uh, next one? That's right. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. That's right. Yeah. Good job. Hang on one second. Real diversified. <laughs> we'll get some information. Yeah. Clue two and three was pretty much the same. Thing. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I agree. Well, why is Robert Downey Jr. in the news? Uh, well, you know, a few weeks back, uh, news came out that, you know, he told Disney, he goes, hey, listen, you don't need to push uh, and campaign for me for uh, an Oscar. I don't think it that, you know, it just doesn't, he doesn't want to go through all that. And they said, you know what? Screw you, Robert Downey Jr. Disney is, the, and I think that this is precipitated a lot by Martin Scorsese and his idiocy that he wants to keep doubling down on this uh, how uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't um, you know cinema uh, so Disney is submitting the Avengers Endgame cast for Oscar consideration officially what that means I'm not sure what they have to go through uh, but uh, it must it can't be something like hey here you go there's probably some you know things that they have to do basically all they do is they they litter the entire uh, academy with a bunch of gifts and if they get the correct amount of people to, to put their name down in a category, they get nominated. So it's all about greasing palms, yeah, this particular it, part. It's not it. just Robert Downey Jr. They're putting in for Best Supporting Actor for Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evan, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, Josh Brolin, Paul Rudd, and Don Cheadle. Uh, sorry, uh, Paul Bentley. <laughs> You know, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Zoe Salandar, uh, Karen Gillian, Brie Larson uh, are all up for grabs. Sorry, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> well, they did drop of, her accent, so uh, yeah, a couple this. of them you didn't you didn't make the cut. You know, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so they decided to uh, put those through. So we'll see, man. It would be really interesting, um, and, and it would be cool if something at least got a nomination. Now they're going supporting, right? That's what they're doing. Not yeah, okay. best supporting. Okay. 
All right, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Maybe. I, I don't I don't expect them to be victorious, but it'd be nice. Uh, we'll see if it ends up happening. I mean, listen. I mean, really, I'll, and, and two, uh, listen, I mean, the Russo brothers deserve a nod here for putting all this together and being able to make something out of that many different, you know, core actors in, in a movie. It's crazy. Yeah. They all shared the spotlight and did a pretty good job with it and uh, was a very satisfying tale to be told. Agree or disagree? Agreed. From beginning to end game. Morning After with mm. Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is Tool, that is Fear Inoculum, and that is wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this week. And this particular Friday, thanks for hanging out with us in this eighth day of November. We appreciate it. Had a chance to visit with uh, Sean from Gem State Gaming Convention and Phoenix Fire Games about the big Extra Life event happening this weekend. Reminder that broadcast is going to be from 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night tomorrow. We'll be live on the radio, streaming live as well on xrock.com and twitch.tv. Adam will continue the stream on Sunday for your donations and your video gaming pleasure as well. We're looking to raise as much money as we can for St. Luke's Children's Hospital of Boise. That's a very important thing to all of us. So if you can find it in your hearts and and in your bank accounts to open up and give us a couple of bucks over the course of the next couple of days. We would like to give that money to some great kids here in the Treasure Valley and need your help in doing so. Thank you to Sean for popping by this morning. It was good. Big J gave us a great life lesson about mental health. And, of course, you're going to be out about today, too, yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be out at D&B Supply from 4 to 6, uh, grand opening of their new store in CUNA, uh, right there at Deer Flat Road. You can't miss it. Um, and, you know, this uh, weekend is Veterans Day weekend, uh, you know, and, and uh, it's a little rough, but uh, we got extra life tomorrow but uh, asking people a little bit if they want to double dip because our friends at ride for 22 have an event going on at ironwood social rock for 22 chapter black Murdy movement stone profit the fets and cabiza all playing out at the ironwood social so it's an all-day event kicks off at 1 30 uh you know you know, might want to do a little double double dipping i might be doing that myself no, nothing wrong with some video gaming and some rock later on in the evening hell yeah for some great causes that is to be sure next set of x rock brought to you by team mazda subaru go team save money.com great place to get started for your next new or used car adventure jason drew's up next we'll see you tomorrow out at extra life or we'll see you monday on the radio it's the x rock